Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm Sherry. And I'm David. And we are talking about communication skills and tips and tricks. So, oh, tricks is not a good word. Tricks, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to use the word tricks when we're describing yes. couples' communication. <laughs> Sorry about that. Scratch that. We're talking about communication tips. And some of these concepts are revolving um, back to this empathy skills structure that we talked about way back in episode six and seven. And so we're kind of coming back to that a little bit because empathy is one of the most important communication skills that you can have. And we're just talking a little bit more about how to incorporate empathy into your conversations and relationships, as well as understanding, okay, how do I have good communication uh, moments. Yeah. And so some of these tips are, are going to revolve around, okay, when and how and, and all of that, as well as, as about um, incorporating a little bit more empathy into your conversations. So this is our part two <laughs> of these tips and empathy um, communication things. So we're going to jump right in. So I'm fond of saying that the first and best rule in communicating is knowing when not to do it, <laughs> when not to communicate. And you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Usually this is a time of day thing. I mean, how yes. many conversations don't go well? And I ask, when were you talking? And it was really late at night. I mean, this yes. is like do not have these important conversations after you've gone to bed because we're exhausted, we're tired, mm -hmm. our willpower, our resources are low. Certainly don't ever wake your partner up to talk, <laughs> yes. which happens a lot. Yes. She woke me up at 2 a.m. so that we could talk. I'm like, 2 a.m.? Oh, no. <laughs> How did that conversation go? Yeah. Not I very good. I that was going to go. So, and if you're in that situation where you're like, I want to wake my partner up, remember, <laughs> like, your job is to regulate yourself, right? right? Usually, if we're doing that, we're waking our partner up, or we're in a situation where we already know it's not a great situation, it's because we are not regulating ourselves or not willing to regulate ourselves. So, now we need to make our partner participate in a way that will then let us dump things, and then we will be back down to square one, but it's not going to go well for your partner right. or you. Yep, exactly. So time of day is a big one. Circumstance is a big one. Mm -hmm. Escalating behavior. So this is important. You know, if communication is not good, learn not to communicate. Learn to say, I need some time and space. Let's take a break. Yes. And again, this idea is somebody doesn't have to be the bad guy. 
we're taking a break so that we can then come back and talk about it again when we're ready. Because I know a lot of times it's, yeah, we need to take a break because I don't want to talk about this and I have no intention <laughs> to come out. back and talk about this. <laughs> no, 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 with the intention to come back and talk. So take a break, come back later, or like we talked about in the last episode, write. Switch to writing. Somebody goes for a drive. I've had these happen. And we text and it goes better. So Yes. Absolutely. And, and that's a really good thing to communicate when you're taking a break or when you're saying, hey, this isn't, this is just not going to be an effective time for us to do this. Um, make sure that you're using some of those words to communicate. So it's not a, I'm checking out. This is a, this is really important to me, or I really want to hear you as you're saying this. And I'm recognizing that in this moment, I am not going to be able to do that, but it's important enough to me that I want, and I want to enough that I want to take a break and come back to it at this time right. so that I can hear you and, and see you. And, and it's funny because how often has your spouse said you're not going anywhere and they've like prevented <laughs> you from leaving because they're escalated and they, they want you. to talk yeah, or follow you. <laughs> These are all telltale signs. It is not good to communicate. Yeah. Um, and if you need to be the one setting the boundary and saying, you know, I, I really can't continue communicating with you right now. It's, I'm totally fine doing it. We just need to not do it right now. You can do that. But also if you're the follower, right? <laughs> if you're the one, again, stop it. recognize, yes, stop. Like It's not going to go it's well. It's not their job to regulate you. And yep. if you have something you need to talk about that's really critical and important, you need to be in a calm space where you can talk about it without escalating. And so if yep. you're not, that's on you. It doesn't mean you don't have a good reason for being that way. Cause right. sometimes there are, Right. but it's on you to regulate yourself and come to the situation in a place where they can actually hear you and where you can actually make some progress. Yeah. And I want you to see it as a strength that you can actually pause a conversation. Mm -hmm. Maybe oh, that's, that's so huge. kind of like it's weak or you're not strong enough or you're not keeping up or you're not whatever, but no, no, no. This is a strength to say, Hey, I can't process what's going on. We need to take a break. You're upset. I'm feeling it. That's a strength. That's, yes. that's courage right there. So it really is. If you have to reframe that in your brain to a good thing for couples or for communication to be able to do that, please do. And again, it's a demonstration that you actually care about right. the relationship very deeply. Right. right? And that's a reframe it. sometimes that we also need to make. Yes. I'm not just checking out. I actually care so much about this that so, I need to take a break. So come back if you're saying, I'm taking a break so we can talk about it again. Don't never come back. Yes. Set the time. Or right? you have no credibility and Set they the will chase you Give around. Give me 10 minutes. Yeah. Or can we talk about this after dinner? Yep. Um, and even you take the initiative to even set an alarm or a timer. Like, see, I'm, yeah. I'm going to set the timer for 10 minutes and then I'm going to come back or I'm setting a t an alarm for after dinner so that we make sure we talk about this. Yep. Cause I know this is important to you or this is important to me. Right? Perfect. We spent a lot of time on that one, but guess what? <laughs> it's worth it because that's a biggie. It's huge. It's again, one of the most important ones, like David said. Okay. The next one is stop telling or directing uh, your spouse what they need to do <laughs> and focus on sharing how you feel 
right? That needs um, that needs to be the motivation. That needs to be what you're doing here. So make sure that you're not trying to um, get them to do or tell them what to do. Focus on yourself. So the idea here, right, is is you're in an argument and you're directing them, telling them when it ought to be, this is why this is hard for me versus you just need to do this. Right. There's a time and a place for that. But often, again, a lot of these communication tips are if things aren't going well, because probably you're using a lot of communication tips already if things are going well. Right. So this is for if things are not going very well. Don't try to control, direct, manage, police your spouse. Right. Guess what? They get to do whatever they want. <laughs> yep. Even yeah, if it's so less effective. You, even if it's less effective and telling them um, as opposed to sharing what's going on for you and then inviting a different space is going to be huge. You're just not going to get anywhere. Right. So we kind of talked about this before. Obviously, this is a big part of empathy, but allowing others to have their own thoughts, their own beliefs, their own feelings. You don't have to agree. Don't deny them of their own thoughts and beliefs and feelings. It will 100% shut everything down. It will because they will not feel like you care. And they won't also feel heard or seen. Yep. And that is a critical, critical, critical thing. And, right, you do love them, and so this is important for you that they do feel that way. They do feel heard and seen, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one that should be kind of obvious, but sometimes we just don't think about it. This is a big one. I like this one a lot. If your feelings are hurt... Or if they've made you upset, assume that it's a misunderstanding. Uh, do not assume that they are just trying to hurt you. <laughs> this is like we do couples therapy, and I'm like, okay, hey, there's some rules here. Everybody loves each other, right? I need like nods, and I need mm -hmm. them to confirm. Yes. Um, we're trying to make this work and get stronger. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Nobody's trying to hurt the other person. Because if we... <laughs> Sometimes people, wait a minute, I'm pretty sure they are. <laughs> I know. I think they are, but they would say, I'm not trying to hurt you. Yes. Why? Because there's so much misunderstanding. So if yeah. my partner is really hurting me right now, try to assume that they don't know what's going on. We're missing something. They're not actually trying to hurt me right now. Right. Uh, they're focused on something else. Who knows? I don't know, but I won't go to, how dare you try to hurt me right now? Well, then I'm going to hurt you back and I'm going to... Yes. You don't know what's going on. Right. So. And the beautiful part about that is you, if you really believe that, if you really internalize that, then what comes next automatically? It's a curiosity and a, yeah. and a seeking to understand, which yep. is all the empathy stuff that we're doing. Yep. So that's, that's a really nice, a nice push into that space. And here's, here's another good one. Um, before you attempt to resolve something, Make sure they're on board. Get their permission. You can't force a healthy, meaningful conversation. Yes. Um, now, some conversations you can just tell are going well and you don't need to get permission. But often, they don't want to try to resolve it or something else is going on. And you just assume, again, that, like, you know, we're going to have this conversation and it's going to work. Well, no, ask them first. Yeah. Get their permission. I know it's kind of like, well, should I have to have it? Well, it's very respectful, and it feels good when you're asked permission. So I would say yeah. you should try it. Yeah, and that might look, you know, that might look like something like, 
I have some thoughts that might be helpful or useful or, you know, are you interested in them, yeah. you know, or. Yep. Versus you just throw it on them and <laughs> they don't want it. They're and they not didn't want it. place for it. Yeah. They just needed to like share their feelings about yep. how everything was going. Right. And we talk about that a lot. Um, you know, when we try to get there and try to fix someone else, uh, fix our situation, fix our feelings. But the fixing most of the time is the hearing and seeing and. Right. And, uh, and understanding them. And then yes. they're like, oh, okay. And then they can go fix their own problem. They just they just needed to be seen for a minute. So that's a really good one. Okay, use more I statements than you statements. Everybody knows this already. Yes, we, we've, right? I mean, I've seen shows where they're like, hey, I have this idea. You should try to help with your partner. Use I statements. It's like, yes. Okay, everybody knows this. But here's a really good, here's a really good way to do it. Okay, here we go. I feel blank when blank. What I'd like is blank because then I feel blank. Okay. Okay, that's it. I know that's a lot. Sorry, sorry. I know that's a lot, but I feel, and you notice it's not, I feel blank when you blank. Try to get rid of you if you can. That's the whole use I statements, not you statements. So I feel sad when I'm ignored when things aren't going the way I want, when I don't see you very often, what I'd like is time together because then I'd feel loved connected, or connected mm-hmm. or close. That last part I love yes. when you add because then I feel because it's sort of like here's the why behind mm-hmm. it. And again, my, my spouse or partner or companion is going to be like, well, I want you to feel that. Yes. When you put it that way, it's like, I want that for you too. We're in yes. agreement here. Yes. I just didn't see that when this happens, you feel this way. I didn't really mm-hmm. make that connection because, you know, we're distracted. And yep. so. And what I, I like though, what I'd like is because then you're, you're offering what you're offering a difference. You're not just right. saying like, you're just doing all these things wrong. You're saying, oh, I'm feeling in this situation and this, you know, this, here's another alternative. Yeah. And that would help me to feel this other thing. I love that. Love that. So important communication tips, good nonverbal skills. Yes. Our bodies convey more than our words. Yeah. If you Watch do, your body language. If you read research on this. I don't know the numbers exactly. It's like 60, 40 mm-hmm. nonverbal to verbal, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So watch your nonverbal. Yes. So for example, are you making eye contact? What about your facial movement and expressions? Do you show interest? Are you nodding? Are you smiling? Are you, everybody knows what it looks like when somebody's preoccupied or on their phone and they're kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. And there's no yes. nonverbal <laughs> engagement whatsoever. Um, what is their body doing? Distractions keep them out. Um, these mm-hmm. sorts of things. So just Leaning be aware of toward the person. Yes, be aware of just what your body is doing. This right. is why I always tell guys: if you can tell that maybe your wife wants to talk and there's something important, don't just mute the game. Mute the game. Yes. I mean, you can turn it off. That's a stretch. One step at a time. Mute the game. <laughs> But There's turn. a lot of wives that are just <laughs> right now. <laughs> and turn your body and face her. 
Yeah. Don't just mute, mute the game. Turn and face her. Give her your full attention. Yeah. That kind of thing makes a big difference. So watch your nonverbal. Yeah. And maybe some of those wives that were before, <laughs> when they heard the rest of that, were like, oh. Hopefully. You wouldn't have to turn it off. It, like, if he would just turn toward, like, pause it, mute it, and then just turn toward me, give me a full, oh, yeah, maybe I wouldn't need it all the way off. Love it's it. funny, because as a guy, I'm thinking, literally, it's easier somehow to mute it than to turn it off. Even uh-huh. though it's one button, yeah. but it feels like, well, if I turn it off, it's, like, so final. And I've got to, like, start <laughs> all over again. Isn't and, that funny? Yeah. But definitely body language, turn it off or mute it, whatever. But turn and face, turn engage, and face. say I'm all in, it's all you, nothing else right now has my attention. Yes. Love it, love it. Okay, the next one uh, to think about is, again, these are assumptions that we're making. This is kind of goes back to uh, one we were just talking about um, before that, you're going to assume there's a misunderstanding if your feelings get hurt. Um, these are some more things to assume, right? Assume that you both love each other. Assume that you both want to reconcile. Assume you're not trying to hurt each other. Um, the biggest thing that's going to keep the two of you from reconnecting is when you're assuming the worst of their words, their attitudes, or behaviors. Yep. Ooh, another good one. This is John Gottman, good stuff here. So mm-hmm. he talks about a soft or softened startup mm-hmm. versus a harsh startup because yes. often when I hear complaints about it's so hard to talk to this person, they describe this person coming in hot, like just mm-hmm. really. And I hear it and I'm like, oh yeah, that would be really hard to talk yes. to them. That makes sense. So start important conversations by asking permission to talk and giving a time frame that you will keep like 15 minutes. So what Gottman talks about is say, hey, there's something that I would like to talk to you about. Um, He even says you can say it won't be painful or it will because guys especially, if I know this is going to be a painful conversation, I might need a little time to prepare. Mm -hmm. It's not like... I won't ever do it, but if I'm doing something else and I'm completely compartmentalized and you're like, hey, we need to talk about this and it's going to hurt and it'll take about five minutes. I'm like, ooh, well, can I, can I finish this? I like can I breathe. get a little time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's really respectful again. Respect yes. feels good. Recognition and appreciation. So say, hey, there's something that I want to talk about. It's important. Um, Put a time frame on it because the other person, if this is some black hole of never ending, I don't know how long we're going to talk, right. that's kind of scary. Oh, yes. So I'll feel a lot better if you say 10 or 15 minutes and stick to it. So again, here's this credibility thing. Don't say it and then don't do it. Right. Even if you, and if you know that that's a, a possibility for you, like I'm yeah. much more likely to just, and then I want to look at it from this angle and this angle. And so I, I absolutely can get into that dark hole of whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> Set a timer. Like, okay, like 15 minutes and I'm going to set a timer because this is important to me that I'm like accountable to you and I'm being honest with you about what I'm sharing. It's part of building emotional trust in a relationship. Yes. Yes. And and you can ask, you know, is now a good time or when Mm -hmm. would be a better time, right? If now is not a good time. And if it's heavy, you can begin with something positive. This idea that like, hey, you know what's been going really well? I so appreciate that you've been doing this. I noticed that you did that just because you knew I would like that. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot to me. Yes. So. Yes. 
Especially if you can have it, if it's related in some yeah. way to the thing. It's not like, so you took out the garbage, but like you've really been ragging on my sister. You know, like if it's related, <laughs> it helps yeah. if you can do that. And then as you're talking, um, and as you're talking about these challenging situations, you want to make sure um, you're aware that you're not getting stuck in a role, persecutor, victim, rescuer, right? Which we could talk a lot about, but, yeah, but there's probably some idea there of when we're in conversations, we often play a role. If I'm in right. a victim place, for example, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in that role in the conversation. Right. So don't get stuck. Try to have enough awareness that, so what am I doing here? Yes. Um, am I just being a victim? And, you know, if you have a good relationship with your partner, they can help you to see that. But try not to get stuck in roles. And we definitely can talk more about that. Yep. Also, you want to make sure that you're not engaging in escalating behavior. Just don't do it, right? (laughs) Try not to. If you notice it's happening, you need to regulate yourself. You need to, um, and that goes back to the, you know, coming in hot. Well, yeah, if you come in hot, it's going to be really hard for someone to hear you, hear what you're actually saying, right? So it's your responsibility to regulate yourself. And so if you find yourself escalating, escalating, take those breaks. The funny part of that is, you know, only one crazy person is allowed at a time. <laughs> so you can't both be crazy. It doesn't work. I I was watching something on YouTube. Chris Rock was doing a show, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And he talked about how two people can move a couch real easy. One person can't move it at all. Yes. Isn't that a funny I think concept? I saw that exactly. Like at all. About. It's so true, right? Yeah. If you have to move a couch by yourself, you're like, uh. Yes. Like, how am I going to do this? But two people, real easy. Yeah. So relationships need two people working on it. One person working right. on it isn't going to work. Right. And so in that same vein, like hopefully you don't have either person being crazy, right? right. <laughs> in that situation, you're both able to Hopefully. Like, realize that you need to like, oh, okay, I need to regulate myself. Oh, I need to regulate myself, right? And if they're being crazy, not they are crazy, they're yes. being crazy, yes. don't you start being crazy too. That will not help anything. This is kind of, Sherry nailed it at the very start, like you are responsible for your emotions and how you're mm-hmm. showing up. Do not allow yourself to become completely dysregulated, unregulated. Yes. Do your best to manage. That's right. really kind of at the core of so much a of this. A lot of people come in and they're just like, well, you know, well, they, da, 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 da. So then yeah. I, you know, and it's like, so you don't, you, you don't have to escalate with them. Right. You don't have to jump on the crazy train with them. Yep. And that's really hard, but it's a super important <laughs> skill. And I promise yep. it's worth it. Yep. For sure. Well, we have more to cover, but we're keeping these shorter. Ah, uh, yes. We're working on that. We're working on that. <laughs> so tune in next time and we will continue talking about how to communicate well and make sure the relationship is as good as it can be and as fulfilling and satisfying as you're willing to work on it. Yep. All right. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us. 
and subscribe to the podcast. 